Welcome back to the show, the eternal show. We're never gonna die. We're gonna live forever. I've had my dog for a year today, and Mike is wearing his ears really weird. And what runs with day? Bidet. He's a bidet. Mike is a bidet. He'll spit up your butthole to clean up your poop. He's a human bidet. <laughs> what are you next, Mac? I think you just invented a brand new <laughs> way to create millions of jobs in America by creating a human bidet. <laughs> Everybody, vote for me for president. Just kidding, please vote for Biden. But vote for me <laughs> so that I want I can give you a job I being a human be- bidet. <laughs> You know what? You know what? Though it's not going to create millions of jobs because what we're going to really do is just repurpose the bathroom attendants who are a waste of space and make everyone uncomfortable, and we're just going to have them just lay down on a, an ironing board and spit up at your butt instead. You know, so they're actually going to have though, a job now. When I go into the bathroom and there's a bathroom attendant and there are mints that I would like to have one of after I've washed my hands, I really do appreciate the bathroom attendant being there to hand me the mint because I know the mints are no. covered in pee and poop from the other people. No. But I, no, but then Jessica. I do want to pee for free. This isn't Europe. Exactly. Exactly. Jessica, the problem is that I, as a responsible millennial living in the digital world mm. do not carry cash money yeah um and i do not want to tip someone for standing in the bathroom while i pee yeah and um yep. so i do not have that cash and i do not want him or her actually it's always a him if it's in the boys bathroom with me i do not want him to hand me a towel when i'm ready to dry my hands i do I not want get him my own paper to towel give me a mint i would like it if there was just a mint dispenser or if there also, was just a towel dispenser. I've and never I don't, I don't seen a white bathroom them. attendant. So if you're going to have them. Oh, I have. You have? Mm-hmm. Oh. Not that I want white people to be serving me. <laughs> That's not what I mean. Uh, I just mean that seems like a job that most people don't want to have. So white people suck. Well, now make, that we're adding the new responsibility it. of human bidet, we might attract a whole new audience. Gosh, who do I want to to do that with me who do i want to bidet me like who's gonna be really good like the kid from big daddy big who daddy loogie. Yep. the twins yep <laughs> the one of them's on riverdale now really old zach and cody on riverdale yeah the sweet life of zach and cody from big daddy on riverdale i don't know which one it is it's just oh. one of them they're old enough now that they don't have to split the, the roles they can each have their own Proud roles now they can memorize all the lines for one oh, person. The lines. Very good. Oh. Welcome everyone to AAWI <laughs> and also with you podcast from Affable Idiots every week. Join every us and all your other week. lifelong friends as we laugh together. Oh. As we share secrets. Got a secret? I smashed my finger between the desk and my chair just a moment ago, and my boobs stopped the recording <laughs> when I was singing the first time. <laughs> True story. <laughs> and we strengthen our friendships on this off-color Mr. Rogers-esque show. I am one of your hosts, Chad, middle name, McGillicuddy, Innes. <laughs> and we have with us here our other guest, not guest, our other co-host. My uh, permanent Jessie, guest host. 
<laughs> Jesse Pujols Neils. Mm. One singular Neil, sorry. Ooh. Jesse Pujols Neil. Multiple Pujols. Ew, that makes me think of clusters and I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> and all of you other lifelong friends out there listening and watching across Globo, I am so happy to be here with all of you. And also with you. Jesse Pujols is uh, a gentleman's last name. Albert Pujols, who plays for Major League Baseball. Is that Pujols? No, it's Pujols, I've decided. Because <laughs> I know of a Pujols in baseball. Well, now, see, I thought it was Pujols. Let's look it up. Let's look it up. <laughs> Pretty sure. Pujols. Gosh, I hope it's Pujols. It is Albert Pujols. P-U-J-O-L-S. Jose Alberto Pujols Alcantara is a Dominican professional baseball first baseman and designated hitter for the LA Angels. Ooh, are they, do you think he's in the outfield? Oh, no, he's a first no. baseman. He's not in the outfield. That's right. I wonder what angels are in the Albert outfield there. Pujols. Pujols. Well. Pujols. Pujols. All right. Jesse, <laughs> I want to start today by asking you a question, and I want you to answer honestly. This is separate, separate, unrelated, separate, and related. Not the question. I. Not the question. I was reading. What? I'm going to take you on a very short journey. I'm going to take you on a very short journey. I realized, even more so than I've already known before, how difficult it must be for people who speak English as a second language to understand the words that are coming out of our mouths as people who speak English as our primary language. As I was reading a tweet the other day. Oh, no. And the tweet, I don't remember anything that it was about, but I remember that it started with the word ion. I-O-N. Oh. And, and that I was somebody like, saying, I'm gonna... <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, well, I'm a, I am a, I'm gonna. I, I understand that, but I had never seen Ion, and I, I thought it was a mis, I thought it was a typo, and it said something like, Ion, Ion, think, blah, 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 blah. I was like, what? What are they trying to say? And then I realized that it was somebody similar to Ima, somebody saying, I I'm don't. Gonna. And oh. then I started thinking to myself, like, and then I was like, do I say that? And then I was like. I don't think I say that. And then I started, and then I said that then in you my said, brain. I, like, don't think I, I say don't that. think I say that. I don't. That's literally the two sounds that I make. I don't think that I say that. That's weird. Because when I, I heard the I on, or I I, say, I, I was thinking I'm gone. Like, I'm, I don't, I'm gonna, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. No, you're right. It can't be I'm gonna, because it would be Iona. Uh huh. I don't, I don't think so. But it's, Exactly. I, I don't think say, so. Is, I don't think so. Yep. I almost never pronounce the D. Or as they would say, I don't, think so. I don't pronounce the D. That's weird. And I don't pronounce the T. I don't think so. Well, see, if you're going so to imagine, if you're gonna start a word, if the word after starts with a T, like think, I would say, I don't think so. I don't. So it has like a sharp end for me, but it's not a T. I don't think so. It's more so. like a glottal stop. Like your yeah. your glottis closes. Oh, but it's not. It it's totally not a, shuts a, back a, there. A yeah. I don't think so. That's wild. Because I'm sitting here when you were saying that, and you're like, yeah, I started thinking about how I say it. And I said, I was like, I always say the D. I don't think so. No. Would you do that? No, I don't think so. <laughs> but then I was like, but sometimes I will. Like when, I, when I'm living here in Chicago, I am more likely mm -hmm. to, to pronounce my D than when I'm in North Carolina. 
That's sure. for damn sure. Because in mm-hmm. North Carolina, the southern drawl is very much like, take out what you and don't need and push it especially together. It, like, I started thinking about that, too, with my mom. My mom, I, don't, I guess she picked it up. She's not a fan of the blue-collar comedy fellas, but she says this all the time. Now she says, I don't care who you are, that's funny. Or I don't care who you are. That's funny. Like, I don't care who you are. I don't care who you are versus I don't care who you are. I don't care who you are. I don't care who you are. <laughs> I don't care who you are. <laughs> like, what the fuck? And I was like, wh- how the fuck do we expect people who don't speak this as a first language to understand the words that are coming out of our do, mouths? Do other languages do this same thing? Mm-hmm. Like, right? They have yes, to, they do. right? Yes. That's why, like, when we learn Spanish, we learn the proper pronunciation of all of these things. And then when we hear people speak it in real life, we're like, I don't understand the words that are coming out of your mouth. When people would say yo instead of yo, I was like, huh? <laughs> but then I learned. I was like, okay, got it, got it, got it. It just depends on where you're from, like which country or which region you're from. Uh, yeah. Some people say yo instead of yo. And like the B's and the V's in Spanish. Yeah, it, yep. I don't, I don't care who you are. <laughs> I don't care who you are. <laughs> <laughs> That's ridiculous. There's no word there. There's like no uh, you. No. Even nope. you isn't there. It's you. I don't care because it's cur, not care. <laughs> I don't care who yes. you are. There's no word in there. <laughs> and to think, think about like in this day of like digital voice assistants, you say that to a Siri or an Alexa or a Google assistant and it knows exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Somehow. Freaking technology, man. That's wild. Chris. I don't care who you are. That's fucking with me. <laughs> I know. I remember I remember the blue collar comedy tour. The blue collar guys uh, always had like a, a a segment where they were saying like, what the word widget did you? You yes. didn't bring your you didn't bring the whiskey widget, did you? <laughs> like, <laughs> I remember they had a segment in their in their stand up about that. One of them did. Yep. And that's how I have always remembered widget did you. Like, you didn't bring, uh, you didn't happen to bring the ice with you, did you? (laughs) That's wild. (laughs) That's wild. I don't care who you are. Fuck. Okay, now here's the actual question I wanted to ask you. Tell me about TV that you've been watching this week. TV and or movies. And then I have some things to tell you. Go. Hot, 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 hot. Okay. So, uh, Casey and I on Monday, I think, which is... We're going to count it as this week, even though it's Sunday. Yeah. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. We finished the last two episodes of The Haunting of Bly Manor. And I think we sort of discussed this a little bit last last week. Um, yeah. I enjoyed it, but not for what it was. Like, I, it was, I thought the story was interesting. I was like, okay, yeah, this is a really interesting story and... Um, and whatnot. And Casey, after we finished it, looked in because it was based on the work of Henry James. So he looked into that and like this series was based off of The Turning of the Screw, his novel. Um, and I thought it was interesting. But like I thought it was well written. I thought the acting was pretty was was good. Um I really liked uh there was a there are a lot of actors in it that I really like. And uh, but I was like I wanted scare, you know, because like the haunting, uh, the haunting of Hill House had some really good scares in it. That was and a spoopy show. It was soup spoops, soup spoops. Um, <laughs> also, the guy who played Uncle Henry, I was like, his accent is 
fucking weird. What is going on here? Uncle Henry. Who was he, Uncle Henry? He was the one who, like, their only surviving, like, relative who lived in London and, like, never called them back uh, until he showed up at the end because he had he had his uh, alter ego. Gotcha. And then he ended up I taking them on. I didn't make it that far. Oh, you did I watched it? the first three episodes. You gotta finish it. <clears throat> it's good. Unless you absolutely hated it, just in general. It's, I think it's worth finishing, but... And some of the spook picks up further, and it's like late for the spook, but it's still not that scary. But his yeah. accent, I was like, what is this fucking accent? And I looked him up, and he played the dad in The Haunting of Hill House, but, and so he's American, so his English accent is that in this is totally fake, but I love it. I love it. I don't know how the English people feel, <laughs> but I loved it. I was like, this is the most ridiculous English accent that you think of for like a, a really like hoity-toity, posh, rich person in, in England. Like, yeah, that, that, that tracks. Um, but he played Elliot in E.T. Elliot, Elliot. I was like, what the fuck? He's still acting. I mean, Drew Barrymore is, of course. Good he for is. him. But, um, so we finished that. We are still watching Lovecraft Country, which I really like. Uh, we watched episode two of Fargo, which has Chris Clowers in it. I haven't seen him yet. I'm I'm all caught up on it, and I haven't seen him yet. You yes, you have. You just didn't re- realize it was him. So do you know when the two people, the two girls, escape the jail and they go, uh, uh-huh. and one of them gets the girls' clothing clothing from the females' bathroom, and then a man comes out of the bathroom and says, "Which one of you wants to go around with whatever?" And then she goes and takes his like cowboy clothes on episode mm-hmm. two. Yeah, that was Chris Clowers. <gasps> the cowboy clothes guy? Yeah, who comes out of the, He's no. just there. Yeah. <laughs> no. Chris. Chris. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and he comes out. It was great because okay, he's I'm like in all these, these big cowboy clothes. He's got the hat on and like the dumb outfit. And he goes, Which one of you wants to go around with old Buck or whatever he was I called? I totally did not even recognize him. You got to go back and watch that. For it's like five the days a week for years, and I never even recognized him in that scene. You got to go back and watch it. Uh, well, just watch that. Just watch the beginning of that episode. You'll see it once when they're at the place where they're in the bathroom. Um, so watch that. <laughs> this is such a me thing. Uh, you know how I loved the Vampire Diaries, and <laughs> I don't know if oh, you know yeah. this. Vampire Diaries. Vampire Diaries. Well, I recently went back and rewatched <laughs> the whole series. Of course, it stands up. I still love it. <laughs> it's, it's not good. It's bad. Arguably, it's 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 not a great show, but I still love it. Um, and there's a spinoff of that that has two seasons called Legacies, which I tried to watch once. And I was like, this is way too bad. But then after I wa- rewatched The Vampire Diaries and I was back in that world, it's like, oh hell yeah, yes, yes, it sucks, <laughs> but I love it. <laughs> and then it sort of picks up. But the same people who did that show are doing the reboot of Roswell. Uh, Roswell. Which is about aliens I haven't thought about that Ros- show in 20 years. Yep. It's, so they did a reboot. I think they've done season three now. But they did a reboot of it. And it's the same people that did that. And there are a lot of the same actors that have been in The Vampire Diaries, The Vampire Diaries spinoff The Originals, and the spinoff Legacies. But 
Also, there's some people that were in Pretty Little Liars, which you know I loved. <laughs> oh, yes. And I'm just you, like, this is like all of your wet dream shows. It's my wet dream. It's so great. So because my work hasn't been incredibly busy, at least not consistently, I just constantly mm. have TV on uh, while I'm working so I can keep my brain doing something other than uh, hating uh the staying at home all the time and not being able to leave, yeah. you know, that sucks. Um, so that's what I've been watching and I've been really loving it. And so now when I sit down, I'm like, I'm just going to watch some of my aliens. I'm just going to watch my aliens. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the good. extent. That Be was good. the long answer to your question. But uh, yeah, I've just been watching some aliens. Oh, 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 there's this new movie on Netflix <laughs> called Vampires versus the Bronx. And Casey, <laughs> Casey and I, I thought it was going to be bad. I, I thought it was going to be bad. <laughs> Jesse, it it is bad. Have I you can seen tell it? just from the title that it no, is bad. <laughs> it's not. It is. It is. I'm, I'm serious. Like I thought it was going to be bad because the title is Vampires versus the Bronx. So she's like, this movie is not going to be good. It's written by uh, some, I forget who, but they're, they've been like prominent writers on SNL. And like, it's really good. It, it's listed as horror comedy. There's not a lot of horror to it. Um, but Casey and I watched that on Friday night and I was like, what the hell? This movie is, act like some of the writing and some of the acting is like, but it's it's one of those really good like Halloweeny type movies that doesn't take itself seriously and is actually pretty good. Okay. And okay. I like if you're wanting to watch a movie like if you want to watch a movie that you don't have to sit and pay full attention to but you want to have fun. You want a movie that you're going to really like laugh at and just kind of enjoy. Vampires versus the Bronx is like it's great. It's great. <sighs> Okay, that's the end. I'm done. <laughs> what have you okay. been watching? I watched, as I mentioned, three episodes of Bly Manor, and mm -hmm. it just it was not what I wanted. Yeah. I wanted spooky, spooky sequel to Hill House, and I got chilly, chilly love story and, like, occasionally a non-scary ghost that shows up. That's super obvious. And yeah. then I know that apparently every single scene has a ghost in it, if you're paying attention. But it's just like, if I don't see it, then it's not worth having in there because yeah. it's not scary. Um, so I, I was not hooked by that show. It was not toward. It was not toward. But my parents continued watching it all the way through the end. My sister watched it all the way through the end. My brother watched it all the way through the end. And they all said basically the same thing. The last episode is the only episode that's really worth it. And, and it's not even that, really that scary. Yeah, and it, it's not scary. But, like, the last episode makes the whole season worth it. Yep. So, um, then I watched, there's a, there's a, new films from uh, Bloomhouse, Blumhouse? Blumhouse? I, I always thought it was Bloomhouse, but I don't know. Is it, I think it's Bloomhouse. That sounds right. There, there are films... Like a, they're doing a bunch of films, one a month, or yeah, one a month, I think, for Amazon. And I'm trying to remember what the name of the one that we tried to watch yesterday is. Oh, Bloomhouse did in, The was, Invisible Man, which was a, we all know I like. Bloomhouse is a very good record when it comes to movies, usually. Um, but what we watched yesterday was abhorrent. Was in it? In a very bad way. Um, oh, no. IMDb. Was it The Accidental Who's Husband? The guy? No, it's 2009. 
Let's see. 2020. Um, Sunny in Philadelphia. Was it Fantasy Island? So I watched this movie. No. The Hunt? No. You Should Have Left? No, it was not The Hunt. I, oh, here I did we go. Watch By the Amazon. The Lie, Black Box, Evil Eye, Nocturne. It's the one that stars the McPoyle brother who drinks milk. I mean, both brothers drink milk, but Liam McPoyle, Jimmy Simpson. It was also produced by him. Let's see. Um, so it wasn't that one. Let's see. He was in Westworld. Um, I, who, I don't even I know. I was I so him. hot for him in Westworld. Is it Unhinged? Is that? Nope, that's the Russell Crowe movie. I'm, anyway, I'm trying to tell you this movie to tell you to stay away from it. Which one was it? I'm on their Wikipedia right now. Was it's it The so Lie? Proud. Let's see. Cast. That's Peter Scar's Scar. Are you sure it was a Bloomhouse? I'm pretty sure it was. What did you say his name is? I mean, Jimmy Peterson? Jimmy Simpson. Jimmy with an I on the end. Let's look at his Imdaba. That's oh, what I'm looking at right now. Boy. I can't see. Was it? Under the Silver Lake, maybe? Symphony Unhinged? No. He wasn't unhinged. No, but that's the Russell Crowe movie that came out in theaters this year in August. Uh, was it Psych 2? Lassie Come Home? No. <laughs> no. I don't, are you sure it was anyway, him? It, it 100% was him, because I remember seeing his name on the credits as well. But he's the main character. Anyway, the point of it is, it's, it is absolutely fucking terrible. It reminded me of that show Factor Fiction, which is like the Unsolved Mysteries ripoff, where they're like, some of the stories we showed you tonight were fact. Some of them mm -hmm. were fiction. Do you remember what it is? Was it Stay but Alive? It, it was like made for Nickelodeon. Is it what? Stay alive? Stay alive. No. I'm just really wanting to know now. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to text Morgan. Yeah, text Morgan. Text She'll know. Text Morgan. What was the name of the awful movie we watched yesterday? Into the Dark? Okay. Um, she'll text me back hopefully in just a second and let me know. Okay. Hot, hot, hot. Hot, 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 hot. Hot to talk. Um, so, anyway, watch that. It was terrible we were laughing the whole time it was t and it was not supposed to be a funny movie it was a real um, the cure for wellness so stay away from that oh god cure for wellness was that also was bad so bad um but i also watched well i'm watching i'm a i'm a little over an hour into the movie it called the trial of the chicago seven i that's on my list Such it should a good be cast. number one on your list it should be number one on your list it is written and directed by aaron sorkin uh, who did West Wing and Newsroom? Casey and, all and the, I, all those goodies. Casey and I love to say Sorkin with me when we're having a conversation, mm -hmm. but one of us needs to go like get something from another room. We always do that. Yep. <laughs> yep. Continue. Continue. So, you know the dialogue is witty. It is sharp. It Ooh. is smart. It's such a good cast. And it is such a good cast. It's got the guy Jeremy, what's his face from um, Succession, in it, who plays one of the hippie leaders. It's got. Yep. Um, Sasha Baron Cohen, JGL, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. It's got so many people. It's got Sasha so many Baron Cohen. Sasha Baron Cohen. Yep, Sasha Baron Cohen. Uh, it's yeah, it's a phenomenal cast. It is. It's about uh, the the protests that took place during the Dem Democratic National Convention, protesting the Vietnam War and the draft. And but this In is specifically about Chicago. the trial that happened five months later. 
Yeah, in, in Chicago, Chicago, in Grant Park. <laughs> uh, I have previously attended Pokemon Go Fest in Grant Park. <laughs> So I have a really good Dweeb. anchor to like where this is. <laughs> you can totally relate. Yes, uh, but no, it is it is fantastic. Ooh, I was, yeah, in Eddie fact, that's me. why I was a little bit late today, is because I was watching like I was enthralled in a really really great scene, and mm. I started to cry a little bit. And I was like, I, I can't do it. But it's it's funny. It is tragic. It is heartbreaking. It is it's it makes you look back at what's happening in America now, obviously, like so many things do, but it should and be number one And the protests on that have list. been here in Chicago and then the police being exactly. brutal. Uh-huh. It is, yeah. It should 100% be number one on your list. I'm only just over halfway through it, though, and it's, it's, a ch- it's, it's already like two-ish one of my hours, right? Year. I think it's like 220. Yeah. Ugh, I want to so see So you it. should watch that. You I've already, watch that. I've added it to my list in Netflix so I don't forget because we know how my brain works. Be good. I'm going to have to be watch good. it. But we are almost halfway into our episode, or half hour into our episode, so let's move on. Let's talk about everything <laughs> we we're actually going to do. We haven't even started. <laughs> we haven't even started. Start with some healthy competition. And Jesse, we have something new this week that is going to be developing over the course of the rest of the week. All right, It tell is a me. game that we will not know the results of Okay. until okay. next time that we record on Sunday. This, uh, uh, first of I'm all, waiting. recap of last week's game. Breath. Last week's game crime bands uh, was a soup fun game that I was not v good at you, it's and um, explosions <laughs> we put up a poll but then we realized that like we put up the episode on Friday and uh, it wasn't even like early Friday and um, so some it, of you it, probably aren't even we're up only to giving date you guys like three us. days to take this poll. Exactly. Yeah. We're only giving you like three days to take this poll and it's in quarantine when not a lot of people are getting a lot of time to listen to podcasts right away. So we're going to rethink about how we do polls for the next little bit. So more news to come on that v shortly. This week's game. Best, best picture picture is the name of the game. And Jesse, we are doing a tournament. Oh, attorney. As a they tournament. Say. A tournament, a tour de France. Attorney. <laughs> I'm best, attorney. Best picture picture. <laughs> <laughs> best, best picture picture is about trying to figure out what is the best, best picture winning film at the Oscars. The oh my gosh. Are you doing like brackets? We are going to do a bracket. Yes. We are doing a bracket. What will happen is we have a, a list of all the movies that have won best picture all the way back to 1928. So and almost go a, a century of pictures. Yes. So we're going to we're doing a draft today, Jesse. Yes. So we are we're going to both pick oh eight gosh, films is, from that th- list. This is so sports but not sports. Right? God, it's like fantasy football. I'm so freaking like boys excited. Things. So we have eight each. We're going to go back and forth picking a different film from this list. Okay. And over the next week, we're going to put out 15 polls. To figure out which best picture is the best best picture picture. Yes. Okay. Okay. So, uh, for any of you listening at home that would like to kind of just play along and see what movies are out there and things like that, you can just Google best picture or best picture winners from the last or by year, and there are a ton of articles that come up. We're looking at one from today.com called "Complete List of Every Best Picture Oscar Winner Ever." So st- it starts at 2020 with Parasite all the way back to 1928. 
Should we have Siri um, flip a coin to see who goes first? Wings. Uh, no. What will happen is I'm going to let you go first because I've already had time to think about this game, and this is mostly a surprise to you right now, other than okay. having looked at this list of movies. Well, I know what I'm going to pick for my first one. Okay. Because it's one uh, of my so favorite So we will movies. go back and forth. Here's how it's going to work. We're going to pick eight films each right now. Okay. Starting today on Twitter, at Affable Idiots, we will be putting polls up, putting these movies head to head. Question, so today being be Thursday, being when this no, is released. No, today being Sunday. Okay. So if you're listening, So people won't go quite back have context time. for this unless they've watched <laughs> it live. But, um, so, so we're just going to, like, it's going to be happening in Twitter. They don't have to have listened to this to figure yes. out what's going on. We oh, can yeah. put out these polls saying, hey, which movie is It'll better? Be this one or this one? Perfect. Yep. Hot. Um, so we're going to be putting out 15 polls. We have eight each, so there's going to be eight polls, and then we're going to narrow it down and then narrow it down. Um, so about three a day for the next six to seven days <gasps> so that we will six. find out who is won by next Sunday. Perfect. Here are the stakes. Whoever wins gets to force the other person to commi- uh, to to make a drawing. We commission them to make a drawing of your choice. Whatever you want them to draw, they have to draw it. A drawing. <laughs> it's a drawing, a drawing of a key. Of a key. <laughs> so, Jesse, looking at this list of movies, we I think we've both remarked already how many of these were musicals. I'm surprised. Yeah. Like, we have... Um, uh, there was um, Chicago on there. There was The Sound of Music, My Fair Lady, West Side Potentially Story. Oliver if it was a musical. Potentially Oliver. We couldn't remember. So uh, there, there's a wide variety of movies. I'm in the going Hamlet this without Mel Gibson. Them, the Sans Mel Gibson Hamlet. <laughs> I'm surprised how many of these movies I feel like aren't representative of the best movies that have happened at least in the last 20 years. Honestly, I feel like... Like, I look at this list, I was like, there are so many good things missing. Honestly, I feel like the movies that win best Oscar, best film aren't always what I would say are the best film. Like, there are some yeah. on this list that I'm like, oh, hell yeah, this is great. Now, I can't really compare a lot of them to the other movies that were out at the time because uh, my brain right. just doesn't remember them. But I'm with you. It's like a Case lot of point, these movies... Shape of Water? Was that really the best picture that year? It was not. It wasn't. It was an enjoyable Green movie. Book. My mother hated it. Any movie that wins an Oscar, my mom usually hates. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. She's like, it's too artsy. They never have the right ending. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jesse. In true draft style, you get the first pick. We cannot obviously pick the same movie. Yes. So uh, what is your first pick? I gotta pick Parasite. I really loved that movie. Parasite. See, I, I, I'm gonna let you have Parasite, obviously, but <laughs> you're gonna let um, me I have had it. a thought. <laughs> I had a thought that maybe we would eliminate Parasite from it because oh. of recency bias. Like everyone's we can. like, oh yeah, I just Do saw that. It's amazing. We no, can we're not going to omit it because if it's the best best picture picture, then it needs to be known. It's such a good movie, and I love, I love. Almost any Korean film. Anything Korea shits out, I pretty much love it. <laughs> <laughs> shits I out. I, they are so good at making movies. I don't I don't know what it is. I Almost anything I've seen that is Korean, I'm like, fuck, yes. I don't know what... I, I don't know what they have in Korea. Like, what brains they have that are doing whatever they're doing. But I'm just like... Yes, I love it. 
Yes. So it's great. I gotta. <laughs> uh, so you you have Parasite as your first pick. Yes. Which won the Oscar in 2020 for Best Picture. I, for my first pick, am going to choose 1977's Rocky. Ooh, that's a good movie. I have never seen Rocky, but I know that a lot of people fucking love it. That's so, true. Oh, yeah, that's I true. I got to pick win, movies that other people are going to like, for sure. Ex- exactly, yeah, because this is, this is all about Twitter so, being all up in it. Is Parasite going up against Rocky? Is that how this works? No, 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 no. So it's actually going to be, it, it's going to end up being your film versus my film. Like the best of your eight versus the best of my eight. Okay. So your number one will go up against your number two. And my number one will go up against my number two. And we're going to meet in the middle. And then whoever wins each of those goes. Right. Okay. Hot. Hot. All right. I got to pick my number two now. Yep. Your number two. (sighs) Damn. Okay. There's another one I know I want in here. Oh, gosh. But do I want to pick it yet? Do I want to let risk you getting it? When I look at these movies, the 90s was a fucking great decade for movies. Yeah, it was. Oh, the 90s was fantastic. Gosh, I don't know. Do I want this one to go up against that one, or do I want this one? Because I'm afraid you're going to take this one, and I think I want this one. Damn. Um, I'm going to choose Birdman for my number two. Mm. I think these are two good movies to go against each other. I do too. I think these are two good, two good movies that are within a relative amount of time to each other. They'll be good against each other. I think that'll be a hard battle, and whoever wins will be the 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 the. Uh, what am I trying to say? It, the the one that was supposed to win. <laughs> yeah, I mean, ultimately, it doesn't really matter. Like the the pairings right now, like obviously, yeah, one of them will beat out the other one. It doesn't matter. But ultimately, as the the movies that are going to get down to the the single one would have happened that way no matter what. Because yeah. Pairings. You true, you true. That's the idea. Okay, so uh, I have Rocky. I am also going to put in there for my number two. I'm going to put in Forrest Gump. Great film. Forrest Gump. What went, There was something that went up against Forrest Gump that same year. Oh, it was Sh- um, Shawshank Redemption. Lost to Forrest Gump. <sighs> That was a great movie too. I love Shawshank. I honestly or, think Shawshank's if you're watching a Riverdale, movie. Shank Shaw. <laughs> so fucking stupid. Um, okay. All right. So my number, number three. three. Damn. Okay. Number three for me, I think, is gonna have to be. All right. <laughs> The anticipation. <laughs> 2002's A Beautiful Mind. Ooh, Russell Crowe. It's a great movie. We had to watch that movie in my abnormal psych class as homework, which was A, great homework, and B, I already had seen the movie and I watched it again and I loved it. 
it's just so great. It's right up my my yeah. alley. That's a great pick. Great pick. Uh, I am going to see. See, part of me thinks like I've I've watched a lot of these movies, especially in the last like fifteen years of them. Mm-hmm. But some of them, I think, like the general public probably hasn't seen them. Things like Moonlight or Spotlight. Yeah, lots of things with lights in them. All the light movies. <laughs> all the light movies. But I'm going to go back in time all the way to the 70s, to 1976, with One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Oh, that's a great movie. I love that movie. Oh, that's something else that I watched this week was all of Ratchet. What did you think? I got two episodes in, and I was like, do I want to keep watching this? Do you recommend I finish Um, it? It is, do not watch it for its connection to One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Yeah, I gathered that just from the first two episodes I've seen. Yep. It it doesn't really have any connection whatsoever to it. Do not watch it for like, oh my gosh, this is going to be like a really great show about all sorts of different types of murder and like really crazy unethical um, psychology practices and things. That's what I thought it was going to be from the first couple episodes. By episode four or five, you really realize, oh, this is this is a lesbian love story. Yep. Yeah. 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 I and, sort of picked up on that it. just a little bit. Um, yeah. I think it might be on episode it three. Is, it is. It has some some beautiful cinematography and set design and like the period piece of it. Like it, it's very gorgeous yeah. to watch. Well, and I was nerve. The reason I was nervous about it is because it's the same people that do American Horror Story, and I used to like right. American Horror Story. And the longer it goes on, it's a classic Brad Fulchuk or Ryan Fulchuk, Brad Murphy. No, Ryan Murphy, Brad Fulchuk, whatever. The yeah. first few seasons are good, and then it all falls to shit. Nip Tuck, anything else they've ever done. Um, so I was nervous about it. And I was watching Ratchet, and I was like, is this just another American Horror Story? Is it just that, but they're calling it Ratchet? But what I do love, if the lesbian love story is between the two people that I think it's between, which is Ratchet mm-hmm. and the other lady from where they go, when they go to the bar, you know, when one of them takes them to the bar and she's like, why did you bring me here? That woman? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're lesbians IRL and I love that casting. I just like oh. lesbians getting to play lesbians instead of having to play straight <laughs> people. Love it. It's, it's the <laughs> sequel series. Do you remember the, the shorties watching shorties? <laughs> no. <laughs> you don't remember stupid. that? No. <laughs> That's stupid. No. This is a stupid title. A, I love it. An, it. It was an animated show on Comedy Central, and it was uh, two – It was. I'm pretty sure this is what it was, if I remember correctly. It was two kids, two babies, animated babies – watching short clips of stand-up comedians that have been animated. So it was Shorty's watching Shorty's. Short, watching shorties, shorties. shorties. And this is now Lesbians Playing Lesbians. I love it. I love it. Well, so you think Jesse, it's worth what's your my number finishing? Four pick? Uh, it's, it's nice and fun to have on in the background, but just know that there's going to be some melodrama to it. It's going to be kind of corny a little bit at times. But Classic. Um, Classic those two people it's fun to watch while you're running working. the show. All right, hot, hot, hot. Okay, my pick number four. To go up against a beautiful mind. Oh man, do I want to put this one against it? I don't even know how I would vote on these. Um, based off of what I'm picking. Uh, okay, let me let me just make sure. Let me just make sure this is what I want to do. 
it's a great movie. I fucking love that movie. <laughs> okay, I think I have to. My number four pick, The Silence of the Lambs. Ah, good pick. Good pick. What year was that? Oh, that was 1992. Silence of the Lambas. 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 Lamborghini. An, uh, another good prequel series. So uh, good. Was Hannibal. Oh, the, the Hannibal, yeah. The yeah. Hannibal. The Handibles. Um, so here's another one because I'm I'm looking to win this thing. <laughs> I'm gonna go with another 70s movie, 1973's The Godfather. Oh, Fabulous. Another film. movie that I have never seen, but I know people fucking love. Especially dads. Oh, Casey yeah. And I There's going to be a day. lot of dads voting in this. Oh, so many dads. <laughs> oh, speaking of dads, he's not a dad yet, but he just got married. Matt from Ree. <gasps> yes, our good friend Matt from RI. Matt from Rhode Island just he got, got married, married on yesterday. The 17th yesterday. I saw it on the Instagram. Congratulate, congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> I actually meant to bring that up in the things I was watching because uh, he had told us, oh, yeah, it's going to be live stream on Facebook Live on the church's page. And so we were all like refreshing that Facebook page for a good two hours, and it never went live. <laughs> and then <laughs> yesterday afternoon, he texted us. He's like, I don't know what happened. It didn't go live, but here are some pictures. Oh, I was like, oh, I'm just so happy. That's but fantastic. I didn't watch a wedding. Well, congratulations on your marriage. I'm sorry that your technology didn't do what it should have, but it's okay. Yeah. I'm sure it you okay. have it recorded, hopefully, so you can watch it yourself in the future when you're 80. all right jesse so we are halfway through just to recap so far you have parasite birdman a beautiful mind and silence of the lambs so good i have rocky forrest gump one flew over the cuckoo's nest and the godfather (sighs) such good movies okay okay man okay do i want to pick this one this was a good movie what would I put it up against? Ooh, that one too, though. Oof. Okay. I choose 1989's Rain Man. Batman. <laughs> Batman. Rain Man. Ooh. Rain Man. Not. What is his? What is his name? It's not Dennis Hopper. <laughs> Dennis. Uh. Uh. F- if you hadn't asked me, it, it's Tootsie. <laughs> it's Tootsie. Yeah, good old Tootsie man. Uh, Dennis. Dennis. I'm Googling. Dennis. Dennis. Ooh, Hans Zimmer Slippy, did the music. Slappy, Dustin. Swarmy, sw- sw- Dustin Hoffman. <laughs> <laughs> we were very close. Uh, Hoffman, Hopper, Dennis, Dustin. So close. You were basically there. You basically said I was his basically name. Basically there. <laughs> um, all right. So I'm gonna fast forward into the future a little bit. Okay. And um God, there's so many good movies. Yeah. It's hard to choose. I, I think I'm gonna pick something from the nineties. As we kind of mentioned, the nineties was a great fucking decade for movies. It really was. I think I'm gonna pick 
1994's Schindler's List. Oh. Liam Again, Neeson is so good at making guns. lists. I'm looking to win. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he That's hired a me good... to play Oscar Schindler. That's a good movie. That's a great fucking movie. <laughs> Not a great movie to watch with you after you've had Chipotle. <laughs> <laughs> I got a little tootie. <laughs> little Rudy tootie. Tootsie. Sorry. Tootsie. <laughs> okay. All right. What is it? Six? Is it six for me now? This is your number six. Yep. Three All right. Left. Let's see here. Hmm. To go against Rain Man. Jeez. I think I might have to go into the 90s again. I think. Hold on. Let me just make sure Dip that's what that I want decade. to do. Hmm. Yeah. I'm going to... Hmm. Is that what I want to do? I think so. I'm going to go into the 90s. I'm going to okay. choose 1996's Braveheart. Oh, Braveheart. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Mel Gibson. Scottish people. <laughs> I always, I like, I very quickly work out which one is the correct movie. But I always, when I hear Braveheart, think, uh, is that Dragonheart? No, not Dragonheart with Sean Connery, who plays the dragon, but Braveheart with Mel Gibson. <laughs> who plays the Scotsman. <laughs> yeah. um, again, I'm going to pull out the big guns, Jesse Neal. Pull them out. And I'm going to rewind 76 years Oof. to 1944's Casablanca. That's a great film. We did, we did film. a quote from it. Or what did we do? We did Casablanca. Ooh, a line from Casablanca oh, was, was the, in the, the Google Translate. That's right. The Google Translate game. There are so many great movies from back then. Yep. From like the 40s, 50s, and 60s that are also just like way too long. Yes. Very much way too long. <laughs> you know like what I love about Casablanca though? Long. Is that what? it didn't it didn't get the gone with the wind treatment where it fast forward to today and it's completely inappropriate. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's no, Casablanca is still pretty. It's uh, as so far as I can remember, it holds up. Yep. All right, Jesse, you All have right. two more choices. All right. So my number seven. What am I going to choose for my number seven? Hmm. I think I have to choose because I love this movie so much, and I've been talking about this movie a lot recently. No Country for Old Men. Ooh. No Country. I made a, um, not a, a joke. I made a reference, I guess. I mentioned that I want to see somebody, maybe it was, I, I don't remember what it was, but I, I said I want to see somebody go to all the cattle. Oh, it was something on Respawning Fire. We did something about, like, how there was a farm and stuff like that, and you had to kill all the farm animals. That's how we were going to get back to somebody. Just take over their farm and kill the farm. And you walk on each one of them, the compressor thing, and just go... That's what just they did in stuff. Fargo, episode two. The episode with Chris Clowers. Maybe that's what I was thinking of. <laughs> I only know, remember this so well because I just watched that episode the other day. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right so, that, so that was, so that was your penultimate pick. 
This is my final pick. Hold on, hold on. I got to pick my number seven. I got to pick my number seven. Oh, you did already pick your number. I mean, you didn't. You did not pick your number seven. I, didn't. I have Sorry. not picked my penultimate pick yet. Pick your penultimate pick. Pick my penultimate pick. Um, this is tough. I want to do something a little bit more recent as well. There's so many good movies. And um, it looks like I am going to go. Oh, this is so hard. Because I want to pick, I want to pick Moonlight. Yeah. But I know that, like, basically, no one saw Moonlight, so no one's gonna vote for Moonlight. My mom saw it. She didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen because it because it won an Oscar. She doesn't like any of them that win Oscars. That's just my mom. I'm going to pick then. 2000s American Beauty. Oh, good, good one. It's a good one. It's uh, good old a good Kevin, canceled Kevin Spacey. This is what canceled Kevin Spacey, or no? No, I said, said was, this is good old, Ke good old canceled, canceled Kevin, Kevin Spacey. Spacey. Yes, yes, yes. Before he was canceled, that's that is now his his title. Instead of Mister, Mrs. or Doctor, it is canceled. Canceled. He canceled is Kevin C K S. <laughs> C K S. Kevin Spacey. All right, Jesse. This is your last opportunity. Pick a an Oscar-winning Best Picture film to be a contender for Best Best Picture Picture. To go up against that one movie called No Country for Old Men. Correct, Mundo. Shit. All right, let's see here. I don't know who I want to go up against that. Like, that's a good movie, but is it a valiant? Is it like a... I'm, I'm afraid to pick a movie that's too dissimilar because it's really hard to compare them when it's apples and oranges. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, damn. Okay. All right. All right. All right. We're going to do this. We're going to do it. What are we going to go with, though? How are we going to do it? <laughs> <laughs> How is it going to happen? All right, we're going to do it. We're going to do it, but what are we going to go with? But how are we going to do it? We're, we're going to do it, but how? Okay, let's see. None of these. I don't know these, and I'm not picking that one. Man, this is tough. This is tough. This is tough, Mike. Okay, I'm going to do it. It is tough. I'm going to do it. I'm just having a really <laughs> hard time. Okay. <laughs> Just don't think any of these can go up against a, a, this movie. Okay, okay, okay. That's a good one, too. Maybe I should choose that one. That's a solid one. Okay, all right. That, that's, in, that's in the running. Let's see. None of you know which one I'm saying is in the running. <laughs> no, no, we have no idea what you're saying. Let's see. What are we going to do? That's a good one. It's not going to... It can't go up against it. That can't go up against it. He did... Brown face for that movie. Gandhi. Mm, I didn't yeah. realize he did brown face for that. But I realized he wasn't as dark. Like, uh, Ben Kingsley isn't yeah. Indian, I don't think. And I think he is, actually. But it but he he's... Light-skinned? I think he's, like, half Indian or something like that. But he, but he was nowhere near the shade of brown that they needed him to be for that. So they completely browned him up. But, which is just, 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 just not good. Just not yeah. good. Um... Okay. 
Okay. I just, sorry, I just read a BuzzFeed article like two weeks ago called All the Times We Saw Brownface in Movies That Were Not Okay or something like that. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw one that was like uh, people playing roles they shouldn't have and it had like Scarlett yeah. Johansson as the person from Ghost in the Shell and, uh, yep. uh, and uh, the red main guy as the transgendered woman. For, yep, and we Jared Leto as a transgendered <laughs> woman. Yeah, we must have looked at the same article. <laughs> okay, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Let's see, let's see, let's see. None of those are good enough. I don't know why those won. Okay. No. Mm-mm. This movie was so good. This movie was so good. But I don't know that it can compare. Okay, I'm going to tell you what I'm torn between. Okay. Is You're that okay? like Natalie and Bruglia. <laughs> yeah, I'm torn. I'm torn. I don't remember the tune. I'm torn. That's not the tune, but you know what I mean. <laughs> I'm cold and I am shamed, lying naked, naked on, the, on floor. the floor. Yes, there and it is. We found it. <laughs> Into something real. I'm wicked. I can see the perfect sky is torn. You're all out of faith. Screw what it do. <laughs> Stupid. Okay, I'm torn between. I'm Natalie Brulius torn <laughs> between The Departed. And The Godfather Part 2. <laughs> because these are both really good movies. Part of that's Martin Scorsese's Oscar. Yeah. It is. Gosh, True that's story. such a good movie. I, I, while you were going like, oh, am I going to get this one or this one or this one? I started to write The Departed as my eighth pick as well. Did you? <laughs> but then I was like, let me not assume she's not going to pick The Departed. Well, now I want to pick The Departed. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like now I should pick The Departed. I have already written something to replace it, though. Is it The Godfather Part 2? It is not. What was your seven, number seven pick? My number seven pick was American Beauty. Cancel Kevin Spacey. CKS. Cancel Kevin Spakey. 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 <laughs> Spakey. I think, and this is not just because you said this is what you'd written down and said, maybe I should wait. I just yeah. feel like I know this one better. I think I'm going to go with The Departed, which is 2007, All the right. year before No Country for Old Men, which was 2008. I mean, the, but the, the Godfather Part 2 is the only sequel on here. Which is amazing. I just yeah. don't know the uh, Godfather no, movie. Lord of the Rings: Return of the King. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that was that's a surprise to me. Is that the second or is that the last one? What's the last one? Is that the "You Shall Not Pass" one? No, that's the first one. Oh, fucking, I don't know these movies. <laughs> yeah, Obvious. I think I, I think I'm gonna go with the Departed. I think that's what I'm gonna do. Perfect. I'm not a hundred percent sure and confident in my choice, but the Good Lord has famously led me there. Has, uh, famously has uh, Alec Baldwin just being sweaty and bumping into shit. <laughs> Alec Baldwin, remember when he played a Republican <laughs> on Thirty Rock? <laughs> yeah. All right, my final pick. Number eight on my roster of best picture, 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 pictures, best, best picture, picture, pictures, is Russell Crowe in 2001's Gladiator. That's on here? Where is that? I keep looking over it. That movie is so fucking good. 2001. Oh, duh. It's literally another, right there. Get this. Another movie I have not seen. 
Mike, that movie is good as fuck. I, it there it are, made me I do a big one, old cry. And I picked three movies on my eight that I have not seen, and I, I want to watch them all this week if I can. You should. Um, and Gladiator has our has our love, Walking Phoenix, in it. <laughs> Is that our love? <laughs> Do I love walking? I, I don't I mean, know. We, I, like I, his, I, we like his acting. And so I just decided I like we're in love acting, with yeah. him. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a good actor. But yeah, he's in it when he's young-ish. Um, I don't know how long ago that movie came out. 2001. So, you know, 20 Space years Odyssey. ago. Okay, so here it is. The rundown. My eight. Rocky. Forrest Gump. One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. The Godfather. Schindler's List. Casablanca, American Beauty, Gladiator. Mm. Jesse Neal's List, mm. Parasite, Birdman, A Beautiful Mind, Silence of the Lambs, Rain Man, Braveheart, No Country for Old Men, The Departed. I think I chose two movies I haven't seen, which are Rain Man and... What was my list again? <laughs> oh, Parasite, Braveheart. Birdman... Braveheart, Rain Man, and Braveheart, and you made them go up against each other too. Yeah. So whoever went, whichever one wins, maybe I'll watch that one. Maybe I won't watch any of them. Maybe I'll watch both of them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. So here's your duty. Starting now, if you're watching duty. live, uh, go to Affable Idiots Twitter. I will also be retweeting it uh, on my personal account. Jesse, I encourage you to do the same. I will. I will. And we, I'm bad I'm at Twitter. Alternate. I'm sorry. I'll do it. <laughs> uh, I think. Three a day I'm going to try to do. Probably two today and then one next Sunday morning. Hot. There's going to be 15 total tweets. Um, we're going to put up. I'm going to alternate. I'm going to do Jesse's first pair, my first pair. Jesse's second pair, my second pair. We're going to do that uh, for all 15 matchups over yes. the next week. To figure out which best picture is the best best picture picture. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love all right, Jesse. So I'm excited, excited for next week. To figure too. out which one of these wins. I'm excited to figure out which one of us wins. Yes. And then excited to figure out which what what the other one of us has to draw. So that's your homework before next week is to figure out if you win, what do you have to commission me to draw? Yes. Can I tell you a story? Uh, you know this story. Really, it's a quick story yes. about how I commissioned somebody oh. to draw something once. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It was an ex it was an ex boyfriend of mine from a college. He was trying to finagle his way back in, as they do, not to just, uh, not to be with me, but to uh, do things over the phone and to uh, break my heart all over again. And so he was trying to do the phone coitus, and I was like, mm. <laughs> <Phone> <laughs> <coitus>. <laughs> and, I, and I was like, mm, no thanks. But instead of saying, mm, no thanks, I asked him to tape a marker to his penis and draw me a dinosaur. And he did. <laughs> <laughs> and he even made it say, I wish I hadn't deleted that picture from eight years ago. <laughs> but I promise not to. If I win, I promise not to ask you to tape anything to your wiener or draw with your wiener. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> Stupid. Oh, that's perfect. Jesse, let's move on to our honest discussion. We are an hour in today. Gosh, we're, we're running long. long. Let's move into our honest discussion. If you want to get a recap, not a recap, if you want to hear about a, a super scary coronavirus scare that I had with my family last week, go back and listen to AAWI episode 28. But this week, on that same kind of topic of coronavirus, since it has become politicized, uh, Jesse, you have a question for us, and it says, yes. what country will you move to if Trump gets reelected? 
because you have to move. What sparked this discussion? Uh, what kind of ideas are you looking to get? I just want to know. Basically, I just want to know where you want to go. Like, if you had to leave this country, where would you go? Bruce Springsteen said if Trump gets reelected, he's moving to Australia. It's a definite. It's happening. That's what he said. And so I just want to know, like, nobody wants to live. I mean, that's not true. Some people want to live in Trump's America, and that's all something. But, But most sane, even insane, most humans... No, most living, breathing creatures and plants (laughs) don't want to live in Trump's America because, obviously. So there's going to be a mass plant exodus. (laughs) We're going to run out of oxygen. Everything's leaving. No more oak trees. No more pine trees. (laughs) (laughs) Just going to have tumbleweeds. You think you had Christmas trees? Nope. You're going to have to start buying plastic ones. (laughs) Oh damn! So if Trump gets reelected. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll probably stay here because it'll be too hard to immigrate. But, uh, you know, as an American in a, the country with the most COVID, and like nobody, who's going to want us? But let's just pretend. Right. <laughs> let's just pretend <laughs> that uh, a country would accept us. I just want to know, like, what's your dream? Where, what's your dream country to move to if something like that were to happen? If Nazi Germany becomes. The new America. Where do you want to go? <laughs> I think, I, not think, I know, I would go to New Zealand. Shut the fuck up. I was going to say New Zealand. <laughs> well, that's okay. We can both say New Zealand. That's totally, that's good. We can still okay. do this podcast without time zone differences. That's we can right. visit and see each other more often because it's a smaller country than this one. And their wonderful prime minister is a woman which I love, feminism, hell yeah, and also Ulta, Alto, Alto, Balto, Balto, something, Age Age of Ultron. Ultron. Oliver Twist. Oliver Twist, thank you. Um, You're welcome. So she just got reelected for her second term. Right after she was reelected, no, not right after she was reelected, right after she was elected, she gave birth, and not long after that, had to lead their nation through the coronavirus pandemic. And they're one of the only countries who have basically overcome it. I think every now and then they have a few cases pop back up, but like this country's doing well. They're doing well. There's not a lot of gun violence there, which I love. The people are great. They have the fun accent that I love and I could learn to do it better. Pay to Jackson. Pay to Jackson. We could go to Hobbiton. Is that what that's called? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. The Shire. Ha- the Shire. We could go to the Shire. She, yep. Like, I love... She's also... Their prime minister is young, which I love. What's her name? Jacinda Ardern. Wonderful lady. She's the 40th prime minister and the leader of the Labor Party since 2017. She... I just think the, the country is well run. They have really taking control of this coronavirus situation. Competent people are are running it. I just think that's where I'm going to go. I'm going to go there. I'm going to I'm going to be right there with you for uh, assuming that they would let me in. Yeah. Which of course part of the coronavirus strategy is that no, we're not allowed in. 
Um, assuming they let me in, it's coronavirus free. They handled it well. Hobbiton, all great things. But also, I already speak the language, so I don't have to yes. learn a new language. Um, Their health is better. Everyone, if you're a dude there, ends up looking like Chris Hemsworth because Chris Hemsworth comes from there. So I I'm going to eventually look like Chris Hemsworth. I was watching um, a two and a half minute tweet from Joe Russo of mm -hmm. Avengers Infinity War fame. And he had mentioned that Chris Hemsworth was from New Zealand. It says he was born in Melbourne, Australia, but that doesn't mean he grew up there. Okay. Well, either way, it doesn't mean he grew up there. He could have been born there, and then I mean, they're literally next door. It doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. They're they're right across the channel from one another. Right across the channel. That's not right across the channel. They I don't like this. I don't like this. Just kidding. That's still English, but a little bit lower. So yeah, it's gonna be a great fun time. Backup plan. If I try to go to New Zealand and they say, nah, better not. Uh, first of all, oh, other things I didn't mention. Beautiful, beautiful country. Beautiful Vistas, country. Landscapes. Adventure. I love it. The Guilty Feminist, yep. my one of my favorite podcasts. My favorite podcast other than this podcast. Mm -hmm, AAWI mm -hmm. and Also With You by Affable Idiots. I don't know if you know about it. I don't <laughs> want to go on about it. But <laughs> when pre-coronavirus, they tore around. It's an English podcast, but she's from Australia, and they tour Australia and New Zealand all the time. So I could still go and see the live recordings. I could. It's badass. Uh, there's just there's some great comedians from there that I really love that I know because of this podcast. And by this one, I mean that one, not this one that we're on right now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's just which like, one is this one? AWI and also with you. AWI and also with you from Affabilidians. <laughs> not to be confu confused, confused with responding fire wrath RAF by Affabilidians. Another great one that oh I don't gosh. listen to because I don't do video games, but that doesn't mean it's not wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think New Zealand is great. But what did you say your backup would be? Backup plan, if New Zealand doesn't let me in and I still got to go somewhere, yeah, it would be Deutschland. Old Germany. Me too! Old Germany. Why Germany? Because, one, I already speak the language. Mm-hmm. So, like, I speak German. But there are also, everyone in Germany basically speaks English as well, from my experience, in many German cities. Uh, so it would be really easy to communicate. Um it also is a country that, with some troubled history, has learned its lesson. So everyone there that I've ever interacted with is always mm -hmm. really friendly and really great. Their prime, um, their prime minister, Angela Merkel, she's wonderful. Is wonderful. She is wonderful. The the three best countries so far as COVID is concerned right now are all run by women. I'm just gonna put that out there. Yup. Yup. <laughs> uh, you're right next to Frankreich, which yeah. is how you say Frankreich is France in Germany. Is that how you say it? I didn't know in that. Sorry, France in German. Uh, Frankreich. Frankreich. Interesting. Yep. Interesting. You can live on the Schönen Rhein, on the beautiful Rhine River. You can travel around yeah. the EU without any difficulty, assuming right? you have a no European passport. passport. So you just become a citizen, get your German passport, and it's fine. I don't know how difficult yeah. that is, but that's great. Angela Merkel is wonderful. She is yeah. great. She is just a force, that woman. Uh, Germany, their healthcare is also really good, which is important. 
It's really mm-hmm. important to have good health care. Mm-hmm. They're doing, they're doing. I don't, I don't think they're doing as well as New Zealand as far as COVID is concerned. But uh, New Zealand is a bit. It's a little bit easier, I think, for these island countries because they don't have borders right. where it's easy for. It's just easy for people like, oh, like I live just across the border, but I travel in for work and stuff. I'm sure right. that's that's things uh, stuff. But um, I don't speak the language, but I know de Pupa. I know Vasis Das, Das is Dein <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Two of the most useful phrases. The puppets. <laughs> and what is this? This is my C word. <laughs> this is my, that is your C word. Uh, cunt, I can say it. I'm a woman, I have one. <laughs> oh, man. Um, oh, my gosh. Speaking of cunt, Deborah Francis White, the host of The Guilty Feminist, the podcast I'm always talking about on this podcast, uh-huh. Uh-huh. she had, she's a, she's a comedian, and she had somebody um, was telling her to, like, make jokes about periods or something. Make jokes about periods. You know, he's being an asshole. And she said, just because I yeah. have a cunt and you are one <laughs> doesn't mean. And I was like, <laughs> I'm stealing that. Um, speaking of, speaking of, that's another good argument for New Zealand. Because they just throw that word around like nothing. And it's fun and funny to say. Yeah, it's not an insult in in uh, Australia. Basically, <laughs> pretty much anywhere. I mean, it is an insult, but it's the equivalent of, like, butthead. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like, friends will call each other cunts. I mean, I do right. that now, but that's because I'm retaking the word. <laughs> I'm taking power <laughs> from the word. Uh, it's a great word. I love it. It's my favorite cuss word. Uh, because This is the season for it, too. Because I think <laughs> cunt, cunt, the word, sounds like when you drop a pumpkin and it <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> cunt. It's perfect. This is cunt season. It's not spooky season. It's cunt season. Oh, I my love God. It. I love it. <laughs> That's perfect. Uh, it's perfect. So I just, yeah, I think New Zealand is. <laughs> like, if you go up, like, let's just say you go up to like the second floor of your house and you drop mm-hmm. a pumpkin out onto the sidewalk <laughs> or the driveway or whatever, and it hits the ground and it, splat- and it splatters. If you were to put a microphone on the ground to record the sound, it is the literal translate. It is the li- it's the literal saying of the word cunt. I like to imagine it's the pumpkin screaming that, calling you that for dropping cunt. it out the window. <laughs> That's. Pr- I hope it's the pumpkin calling me a cunt. Oh, yep. That's good. What if pumpkins and it's come able back to because it's a jack lantern and you carved a face in it. Yep, I love it. So I think we've come to a consensus. It's New Zealand first, yeah, and this Germany second, Deutschland. Yep, where they speak German, Deutsch. They do. In the land of German, Deutschland. With de Poopa. See. Lots of poopa. De Poopa. (laughs) Lots of poopa in Germany. (laughs) 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 I think that's that was great. I'm glad so no matter what, we're basically gonna end up in the same country. And that makes sense because we're the male and female version of the same person. That's exactly right. Scott Michaels. Scott Michaels. (laughs) Exactly right. Uh, I'm curious what other people think. Uh, don't Me too. we won't have a poll asking you because we're gonna have 15 polls this week. But uh, yeah, just tweet at us and let us know what country you would move to. Yeah, we want to know. It would be with us. These hands Before are we small get to our new segment. Girl. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Before we get to our new segment, uh, I just want to put a quick plug out there for our other stuff. Like this is AAWY and also with you from Apple It Is. Remember that we talked about that already. But no, we need your support. I am. Thinking about, in the next four weeks, starting a new, not a podcast, but a 
uh, a video series, mm. but um, uh, a short video series that will come out maybe once every couple of weeks. Um, but before I, I really want to commit to that, I want to know that people want to watch it and want to see it. And you can show me that by subscribing to our stuff on YouTube at AWI, on Respawn on Fire's YouTube, on Affable Idiot's YouTube, because uh, that's how you let me know that you like our content and you want more of it. So that it will that will give me the justification to create this new thing that I would like for all three of us, oh. you, me, and Holden to create. Also, if you Alta, you can Alta, also Alta. please draw us a picture of a peach as a butt. <laughs> and and yes. upload it to Twitter and we'll know that that means you want us to do it as well. <laughs> yes, Peach has a butt. Perfect. Uh, go to Respawning Fire. We mentioned that already. That's our, our video game podcast. If you're into gaming, game news, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and then follow us on Twitter because you have a lot of Twitter activities coming at you this week. We need you on these polls. We need to know who's going to win because if Mike loses and I win, I got to think of something epic for him to draw. Something and if he wins epic. and I lose, he has to think of something epic for me to draw. We won't know who wins until like right before we record next week. And but you are the deciders. You are the deciders. Can we vote for our own? Our vote? Can we vote yes, in these? Yes, of course you can. Okay. Cool. Yes, and you can you can campaign as well. So okay. You can retweet the Apple, the AWI Apple idiots. Okay. Tweet I can totally can say, campaign. Awesome. I'm gonna. Yeah. Yes. Although, again, remember, until the very last vote, it is going to be your own movies against your own movies. Right. Right. Well, wait. The last vote. Yeah, so it's going to be the first 14 votes will be narrowing down each of oh. ours to our number ones. Oh, so my and one and two go against each other. My three and four go against each other. And then the winners of those. Oh, I thought correct, you were saying correct. my one and two, your one and two, the winners of those go against each other. Ah, no. no I misunderstood. Okay. Your one and two go against each other. And then your winner of that goes against the winner of your three and four. Okay. Until we figure out your best movie versus my best movie. Perfect. Sorry, your best best picture picture going against my best picture picture. Best, yes. best picture. Best picture. best picture picture. <laughs> That's right. Perfect. Okay. Jesse, I love our last it. segment I want to get into today is a brand new one we just started last week called Dear Owie. And it's an advice segment that we you come to us with your problems, your issues, your things that you need help with, and we give you advice. You can submit these via Affable Idiots on Twitter. Very soon, we will have an extra special new way to submit as well that will probably launch this week. Is it Liker? <laughs> the new Facebook? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this, this week's question, last week, we solved Matt's issue about how do I ask for a raise? This week, we have a submission from Brent Porkchop118 uh, on Twitter. A Porkchop friend. Sorry, I think it's Porkchop1864 on Twitter. Was Porkchop Doug's dog? Dog. It was Doug's dog, yes. Brent asks, I'm trying to ask this girl out, but I'm a goldfish. What do I do? What does that mean? I don't know. Brent's one of those... One of those young people, uh, he just turned bainty, uh, and I don't know if that's like a meme or slang because I'm not young anymore. I'm googling. Is goldfish a thing? Is it is it a shy or is it just being silly? Like I'm actually a fish, like Kanye West who likes fish sticks. He's a gay fish. Um, I do, I don't know. Oh. Okay. 
According to Urban Dictionary, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. a goldfish is a nickname for a kid who called himself a beta male. But he can't spell, so he typed bets, and now his friends call him goldfish. <laughs> I have no idea what So he's a beta means. male? Is that what we're getting at? So, uh, uh, okay, okay, that, no, that does make sense. I want to ask out a girl, but a beta male is someone who would not be as confident or forthright as an alpha male. As an male. alpha so male. So maybe they're shy. Okay, okay, Brent. Okay, I get your young people terms. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're getting there. We're get. I'm getting there. So you just Google. All we have to do is Google. We can figure it out. Okay. It's a type of okay. gold, yeah. All that gold fit. That, so what an question... adorable gold. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> So the question then comes down to, I'm shy. How do I ask out a girl? Okay. Great. Women like it when... And this, I think this also goes back to um, some of the conversation that we were having last week, which all goes back to like how... I know you're a male and you're wanting to ask out a woman, but feminism is universal. It's just universal. It's just the way it is. And... Women are told, as we discussed last week, to not say like, oh, you know, if, if you have time or, you know, if, if you're interested or, mm, you know, like to, to, to don't like say what you want, but then also be like, mm, eh, don't don't step back on it, you know, and be like, yep. but if you're too busy, I understand whatever. Mm -hmm. I think maybe whereas we told Matt to set a date and <laughs> time, don't do that on a date. That's too much pressure. But I do think if you're going to ask a, a woman out, um, it's good if you just go up to her and just like, even if you have to clench your butt tighter than you've ever clenched it <laughs> because you're nervous and you're scared shitless. Because I know rejection hurts and it sucks. But you can't, you can't, you can't. Look, if we're lions in the, in the, on the plains and the lioness, I mean, the lioness is really the, <laughs> on the plains. But you know what I mean? Like, it's a jungle out there. So that's tigers. Um, <laughs> it's a jungle out there. So just, if there's a specific woman or person, it doesn't have to be male to female for people who are listening, that you want, if there's a person you want to ask out, you just, you decide you're going to do it. Look at yourself in the mirror. Say, you is smart. You is kind. <laughs> You is important. <laughs> and know that no matter how you feel about yourself, if you feel you're a goldfish, you poor, wonderful human being, you're not. Unless that's a good thing and I've misinterpreted. Not that it's bad to be a goldfish. Oh, that's not what I mean. What I mean is you are strong and independent. And you just go up to this person that you want to ask out on a date and just say... Hey, I like you. I'd like to see where, you know, like if we have stuff in common. Or just be like, I think we have a lot in common. I really want to get to know you better. What do you, would you like to go to dinner with me or something? And I think for a first date, choose something that you can talk through. Don't go to a movie or something like that. You could also do what my boyfriend did, <laughs> where we'd known each other for a while and he wasn't sure how I felt. So we were at a gathering and he put the back of his hand on the outside of my thigh, very innocuous. Like he went like, so if this is my leg, if these are my uh -huh. legs and my crotch is in the middle, 
He put his hand as far away as possible from my crotch, but on the leg. Okay. You know, like okay. uh, just below the hip. Uh-huh. And waited for my reaction. My reaction was to put my head on his shoulder, which is very much like a, please pass go and get me into bed. <laughs> you can do that too. You can do something like that. Uh, you know, something... Um, you gotta, you gotta feel it out because you gotta, if you're gonna do, if you're gonna do physical contact, you gotta really know the person and also like determine if that's gonna be okay. Um, but I think really, honestly, just be straightforward, right? Just say to this person, just take them aside and just be like, look, I think we have a lot in common, and I think you're a really interesting person, and I want to get to know you better. Do you want to go to dinner with me? I love shit like that. Women yeah. like that. We like straightforward. We don't like the, because I'm here to tell you, most women, even though we come, we can come off as super confident and like, uh-uh, in our heads, we're like, does he really mean it? Does he really <laughs> like me? I don't know. Oh. Um, and so we're just doubting ourselves. So just say what you mean. Say what you're thinking and feeling. Ask them to dinner or to whatever where you can talk and get to know each other. I think that's perfect. I would love that. I think that's great. Think? Uh, so that's, that's Dr. Jesse, who has a uh, bachelor's degree in psychology. So that's, <laughs> yeah. the, that's the actual response from a psychologist. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have a couple of extra things to add on top of that. I think, yes, Jesse, that's completely right. Be forthright about it. People appreciate candidness. and Be sure uh, to I talk yourself honestly, up in the mirror first, though. You got it. Yes, look at your face in the <laughs> face and say you are as kind, you are as smart, you are as important. <laughs> but I want to add a couple of extra things onto that. One, make sure that you are being very clear about your intentions. Yes. Like, make sure they know that it is a date you are inviting them on as a romantic date. Um, do not get in the middle. Like, don't ask them to be like, hey, you want to go grab a bite to eat or something like that? And then in your mind, and they say, sure. And in your mind, like, fuck yeah, we're going on a date. And then that other person's like, I'm gonna go grab dinner with my friend. Yeah. And then you get there and it's like, so tell me about your family. And she's like, why is he acting all weird? Make sure it's very, like you're up front and be like, would you like to go grab dinner with me on a date? Or would you like to be my date to this? Make sure that they know that it is a date. So that yeah, they be like, I'd love to take you reply. out on a date to dinner or something. Yes. Yeah, or to yeah. whatever you're going. I keep saying dinner, it doesn't have to be dinner. That's just what I yeah. keep saying. It doesn't You're, even have that's to be a good in point. person. Nowadays, I found out nowadays in the coronavirus times, people are driving their cars to the same parking lot and then rolling down their windows and talking to each other in a parking lot safely with a mask on. <laughs> that's beautiful because you know online dating was so much like men trying to F, F with women. That's fuck. Yeah. Trying to fuck women. And uh, <laughs> at yeah, least you can say experience. a C word all over this, con all over this podcast yeah. and you shy away from fuck. From fuck. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> so definitely be clear. Yeah. That's important. Two, uh, it's not, it's, if they say no, like that is not the scariest thing in the world. Like honestly, most people are like, oh my God, that's really flattering. I, I, that's, I appreciate that, but no. Like, and people can continue to go on being friends. Friends, yeah. Even after one of them says they don't want to date you. Yep. And I know whenever you're young, you think like, oh my God, no, if I ask this person this and they say no, then my life is over and I can never see them again and I can never talk to them again. Yep. Uh, on that, uh, th that's not the case, uh, especially as you start to get older, young Brent Goldfish. Um, number three. 
Number three. What's fun is that I know that Brent has a, a pretty serious girlfriend, so I know that this is kind of like a hypothetical. Mm, so, mm, mm, uh, mm. number three <laughs> on those same Unless lines. Unless they're opening up their relationship. No, I don't perhaps. know. I don't know what Brent's case, relationship is I like. I know your girlfriend's a pretty strong woman. Have her ask the person out. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Hi, we're looking um, for a third. <laughs> number three, if they say no, move on. Yeah. Move on. No one wants to just be completely bugged and bugged and bugged by you thinking that the, the friend zone's not a thing. You don't it's get not. put in the friend zone. It's like, you're friends. And if they say no, I want to say friends, you're not going to win them over by constantly asking. You're not gonna win me over. Invite <laughs> <laughs> me. And my last thing that I would offer you is do not, do not. I know you might think it's romantic, but do not make a giant romantic display effort to ask them out for the no. like. Do not, do not put on a big banner or start singing a song or have music this playing or do anything public yeah. as a way of asking them out. Because one, it is incredibly embarrassing for the person being asked out to be asked mm -hmm. out like that Don't in public. Don't propose marriage Two, this way either. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, yeah, marriage is, unless you are 100% sure they're going to say yes. Yeah, or the, they're the type of person who likes that kind of a thing. <laughs> right, like, and by the time you're about ready to marry somebody, you'll know you that. You should know, yeah. But also, um, if they do say no, that is devastatingly embarrassing for yourself as well. Yeah. So do it in private. Do it in, uh, and I, I honestly don't think it's super taboo to do this via text message anymore these days either. No, well, especially so now, like, especially. Yeah. I mean, I I've been asked out like that, but I mean, online dating—it's all asking out on the over essentially yeah. a text message. So, except for you yeah. don't know the phone number yet. I will tell you that if you're able, and right now I know you can't. I know it's impossible almost to do that right now. I know that most people in general like it when it happens to their face but also it's it's safer as far as like your heart goes uh yeah. to do it via text because you know if if you do get rejected you're you can do you can react however you want to and not hold back because you're just it's safer for your heart that way but you could also even call yeah. them you can text them you can call them you can um Oh, no, WhatsApp? please don't call. Please don't call. Oh, yeah, that's right. I don't know. These younger people, call. if they're 20, he's a, he's a zillennial, right? I have no idea what they call them. One of those Gen Zers? I don't know what they're doing. You could TikTok them? Is that what, the, is that what they're doing now? TikTok? I'm send them a DM. Slide into their DMs. Yeah. Do yeah, a little video totally in the DMs. Do that. Absolutely, you can do that. FaceTime, I think that's maybe. fine. And that also get, that also, it's like safer for the, the asker. And their heart, as far as their like heart goes, um, yep. but it's also safe for the person you're asking because if the person, gosh, my nose so itchy, sorry, maybe I've got a hair I need to pluck. Um, the, if the person you're asking is not is gonna say no, essentially, this gives them time to think of a, a of a response that they can send. That is, it's just, it's definitely the much safer option as yeah. far from both sides, from both 100%. sides, 100%. So I think that's totally fine to ask that way, 100%. Wonderful. Well, thank you. Thank you, Brent, for writing into Dear Owie. 
We love we you, Brent. A, we need a little bit of a, like a Delilah. We need some kind of like music. To go That's along my with dog. That. <laughs> that is your dog. My dog is that radio TV show where uh, her name is Delilah and she does music. She's so asleep right now. If you have a question you want to ask us or advice you need, tweet at us at Affable Idiots. DM us. Slide into our DMs. Text us if you have our phone number somehow. That is it for episode 29 of AAWY, the end also with you podcast. Before we leave, you know, we always love to leave you with a parting positive thought. Something to send you off into your week, uh, thinking about how to do good, something good. And with this, good. Jessie's all, she's gotten like a comic, a little tiny comic strip from Kitten Rain, it looks like, is the author. I'm going I to actually so, yeah. drag this image onto the screen to let everyone at home who's watching see it. And I'm going to cover up my face with it. But everyone listening at home, it says there's a frame with a cat. And the cat's just sitting there with just kind of a blank face. And it says, I'm really tired of being nice. And then the second frame says, the cat with a smile says, from now on, I'm going to be very nice. Yay! So that's it. That's <laughs> our parting positive thought. If you're tired of being nice, try being very nice. <laughs> Kill them with kindness. I love Thank that. you all for it's listening. It's super wholesome. It's great. It's super wholesome. A zeal for kindness, I think, is the name of the... the Maybe that's the name of the strip. The strip or just the, the title of this two, this two... I don't know how this works. Who knows? Whatever it is, is great. But that's it. Thank you for listening, everyone. Remind, reminder, go to Twitter all this week. Help us vote for what's the best best picture picture. And um, check us out on Twitter. Go subscribe to us on YouTube. Until next time, hugs and kisses. Hearts and sharts. Shardy farts. <laughs> Ta-ta.